You're listening to The Bottom Line with Eric Parkala of Barkla Sports and Dana Lane of Dana Lane Sports. Hello, this is The Bottom Line. I'm Eric Parkala from Parkala Sports, and with me as always, my co-host Dana Lane from Dana Lane Sports. How are you doing today, Dana? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent. We had a great weekend of college football, a lot of uh, big games that had playoff implications, and we're starting to see how things are going to shake out here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, God, what a what a finish in that Notre Dame game. And we were talking before, you know, Notre Dame completely again, almost you could say for the fourth week in a row, were played sloppy football. And if they had come back and pulled that game out against Arizona State, which at one point late in the game they were down by four. If they had come back and pulled that game out, that game would have been legendary. Um, that we would have been talking about that game for years. But uh, per, for me, uh, unfortunately and personally, uh, they did not. And uh, now Notre Dame, unfortunately, is out of the uh, uh, national title picture. Yeah, and Alabama almost got knocked out of the national title picture too. Another Breaks great finish. Um, again, t- uh, down 13-10 with uh, you know a minute left or a minute and a half left. Kicker for LSU kicks it out of bounds, and ah. LSU goes into prevent defense, let them march right down the field. They kick the tying field Absolutely. goal and win by seven in overtime. There's no greater, there's no greater place to be than in a sports book with a bunch of people that feel like they think the game is in the back. And that's what absolutely happened um, with LSU with getting six, six and a half points against Alabama. Most people thought this game was in the bag. They had it, and then they lost. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop in the Bellagio on Saturday night. Yeah, I had uh, I had LSU plus six and a half, and I as soon as they kicked it out of bounds, I said, all right, I know how this movie ends. I've seen Absolutely. this too many times. Absolutely, and it's funny how you kind of get that sixth sense about things. You know, you would think that it doesn't always happen that way, but more times than not that it, it does. And, you know, that prevent defense, the old cliche is it, it prevents you from winning, and it certainly did in this case. Yeah, so we, uh, we've we been doing free picks. Uh, we didn't have an episode last week. I was back out I of town. <laughs> we didn't have a, a show. It wasn't on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Notre Dame was down 28 nothing. and I had an episode, <laughs> I can tell you. I was, I was back east taking care of some family stuff, so we'll have a show today. And, and then not one again for what? Yeah, until years? December again. November, yeah. December 1st will be our next show. Got some stuff coming up for the holidays. So unless Dana wants to fly solo again. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem doing it. It's just like I told Eric. The one problem is my laptop has some sort of a, a virus on it, and it doesn't allow me to access the site. So I might just go and buy a new computer and uh, get get the show done on a, a consistent basis or a more make sure it's done. <clears throat> at least once a week because um, I know that a lot of people do listen and a lot of people do get the plays from this. And I like to promote it and um, getting really good feedback from the show. And I, I can't believe it. I mean, here it is uh, almost the middle of November, and we've been doing this since since the summertime. I mean, it's the time has flown by. Yeah, I think this is our 17th or 18th show, and we haven't done – I mean, we've it's been a little difficult to do them this past couple of months – or this, yeah, last two months, but – 
we're trying to get back on track and we'll figure something out for college basketball season, NBA season, but Yeah, that's gonna be something. I'm I don't know what we're gonna do with that. Why don't you tell everybody what you got going on over at Dana Lane Sports? Well, you don't want to discuss what we're gonna do with that. Nah, we'll figure it out and let people talk let people figure it out later. Alright, well obviously anybody can get a hold of me at Dana Lane sports.com also on twitter at dana lane sports uh free picks to any new uh, uh inquiries by anyone and we'd be more than happy to give you a free play today we're going to focus on the nba and we kind of switch it around depending on the day we want to focus on the schedule that gives us the most options to win so uh nba today probably nhl tomorrow we have football all week this week which is is phenomenal and Got college basketball starts on on Friday for real, and uh, it is a busy, busy time of the year. And once college basketball hits, I, I just I don't think I'll ever sleep. <laughs> there will be like like in a college uh, college dorm room where there are bottles everywhere. I'll have um, what, what is that stuff that you had that. that um, God, they, what the eight hour? Uh, oh, eight five hour energy. Yeah, five hour energy. I'll have, I'll have like three hundred five hour energies around me, and I'll be stumbling around. But we'll uh, we'll make it work, and I'm very excited about the opportunities that are upcoming. Yeah, excellent. And you can get a hold of me, Eric, at parkalasports.com email. Uh, I'm on Twitter at parkalasports. That's P-A-R-K-I-L-A sports. The website is www.parkalasports.com. And I also do uh, free picks, first-time uh, clients, 734-341-6976. Uh, you can text uh, NCAAF to that, and I'll get you a free college football pick. So we're going to start with – I didn't even give out the number. Oh, yeah, you might as well give that out. <laughs> yeah, you guys can send um, today NBA to 702-471-8777. You'll get a free play right in your text. There was no – you know, we don't advertise a thousand times a day. You know, you might get something every two or three days if we don't hear from you. But, you know, the the bottom line is we want you to experience the way that we do business. And we're all about money management. We're all about, you know, squeezing out that profit on a daily basis. Uh, if you're looking for somebody, I, I know Eric and I have talked about this many times. If you're looking for somebody to, you know, uh, pretend they have a crystal ball in front of them and that they know everything, then we're, we're not what you're looking for. But if you're ready to treat this as a business and do things the right way and not have to fulfill some need for gambling, we are certainly there uh, to make you money. So uh, 702-471-8777, send the word or the acronym NBA to that number, and we'd be more than happy to give you a free pick. Sorry, Eric. No, that's all right. I'm going to look at my first game. It's going to be 323 Temple at 324 Penn State. That's going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be an excellent game. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. I yeah. just tell you, it's going to rank right up there with Penn State, Indiana last week. I, um, I, I, as watching that game, I could think of a thousand things I'd rather be doing. It could have been, uh, couldn't have been much worse than Michigan Northwestern. So that was a that awful was, game as well. Yeah, as well, an amazing offensive display. Yeah, zero zero at halftime. So this, did you see the total on that? At the second half total it was like 19, 18? Not nineteen, eighteen. It, it was twenty and a half at one point, and it got came all the way down to nineteen and a half. Yeah, that I've never seen that. Before. Yeah, I was looking at that because I was thinking if it's twenty one or higher, I'm going to get on it. But I'm glad I passed because that two point conversion at the right, end. Right. Uh, no need to sweat something like that. Uh, this is a great time to back Penn State, I believe. Uh, the Nittany Lions, they're coming off brutal games against Maryland and Indiana where they've just had trouble scoring. 
Uh, Temple's covered two straight. They've beat ECU outright, and they kept it close with Memphis. But here's why this is a big game. It can make Penn State bowl eligible. The NCAA said Penn State can play in the postseason this year, and it's going to be too much for the Owls. They're going to go into a happy, val- uh, happy Valley where it's going to be rocking, and it's just going to be too much for them to compete. Penn State, like I said, they're not going to light up the scoreboard. But the defense, they're going to make it tough to score. Memphis, they're about a middle-of-the-road, a little bit above-average defense. And uh, Temple had a little bit of trouble moving the ball on them. Penn State, they rank second in total defense, 267.6 yards per game. First in rushing defense, 85.6 yards per game. Ninth in passing defense, 182 yards per game. Fourth in scoring defense, they give up just 16.6 points per game. Uh, They're 2-1 as a double-digit favorite this season. The Lions, nine. Uh, I saw 10 out there uh, last night, but it came it came down to nine. I think a lot of people are shying away from Penn State because that offense is bad. Really bad. Yeah. it's Really bad. Just inept. I mean, to cut you off, but just so inept. Um, if they are not running the ball, they look like they have no business, like they have not even practiced a week before. Yeah, and Temple, I, I don't have the stats in front of me. I looked it up last night. They're not good at stopping the run. So if James Franklin can actually take advantage of the advantages he has, which I have not been impressed with James Franklin's coaching abilities this season. I thought he overachieved significantly at Vanderbilt. Uh, you can say if he's a great coach. I watched enough of him this season to say that I'm not impressed. But the defense will be a load for Temple to handle. Uh, the bowl situation is a big deal for this Penn State program that is, you know, is coming off the, the really tough Jerry Sandusky scandal. And I'll I'll lay the nine if it gets back up to I'll, ten. I'll, never, I, I will lay the nine. <laughs> I will lay the nine. If it gets back up to ten, I might look to, to play off because, I mean, at that point you almost have to – I mean, I guess 12 comes into it, but – at nine, you can win by ten and just have a one point margin there still. So my first play will be Penn State minus nine. Did you see what I did there? No. Penn State and Temple Owl. Penn State and Temple Owl. Yeah. Owl. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Owl. Okay. See, I got gotcha. you. This is why the women flock to me <laughs> <laughs> because because I do things like that. My my mind is just. <laughs> Actually, for the record. One woman flocks to me. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> watching Penn State and Indiana this week, I just – both offenses. Um, Penn State – and there was t- – I don't know how Indiana beat Missouri, number one. It's incredible. It, it absolutely well, is. Sunfield was healthy. What's that? Sunfield was healthy. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. And they seemed like they had more team speed at that point. And I understand that point. Watching Penn State on offense was absolutely horrific. They would, for every 15-yard play, they would have 10 plays that just looked like they were they had not even practiced them. I, I You know, in this game – I would be on the Penn State side, if anything, just due to their ability. I think they can't run on Temple. Um, but, man, uh, it's really tough starting your day off with these big, big Ten teams at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, It's really tough. Big Ten's a tough conference to handicap. Uh, and not only – it's just these 9 o'clock games and these off – it's almost like 
as the day goes on, you see more and more speed. You know, it starts off as slow as it possibly can be. And then as the day goes on, you, you get the teams with the speed. But um, we're going to uh, – my first game is uh, Tulsa and Central Florida, and it's going to be one of the midweek games, Tulsa 2-7 and seven against Central Florida. It's 5-3. and three. And I'm certainly not crazy about laying 18 points with Central Florida, um, but I'm certainly as uh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm not as – crazy either that's probably wrong um but getting the you know having a ticket with Tulsa but if we have to pick this game um this game the the game last week against SMU and and believe me we take what we see against SMU with a grain of salt but I've said this a hundred times I would worry a lot more if I didn't see them perform against an inferior opponent so they certainly, they certainly played well against SMU as they got things going. You know, the final score did not indicate how well that they played in this game. Um, Dane Edmonds, Dane Edmonds, Evans finally, uh, you know, he threw for five touchdowns against SMU. They were up by 22 in the third quarter. They probably could have blown this game open a little bit more. Um, this was a big win from Tulsa because I don't think that they they haven't won a game since. Uh, since summertime and that really could have that really could have that program would have taken a huge hit if they lost to SMU uh, they had 500 total yards and they did force three turnovers as well so offensively and defensively I like the way that they came out of this SMU game um, you know to listen to Bill Blankenship the, the head coach at Tulsa he he says that this team is getting better I don't know if that's a coach coach that's scared of his future, which he probably should be, or if that's a if that's something that he he believes in. Uh, they have only won five of their last twenty one games, so I don't know. I don't see a, a a huge improvement. And the problem with Tulsa is that a lot of fans still remember how good they were three years ago. Uh, they've certainly fallen off, but um, eighteen points is a lot for me. And I think you're go- you're going to get a Tulsa team that is mentally at the at the highest point that they've been at, at all year. They are playing with a ton of confidence, or they at least should. Um, Tulsa's not been a great cover team, but the one area that they have been very good in is is covering point spreads after a bye week. And I talked about this past uh, this this past week uh, in relation to the Detroit Lions when I was asked about how do I handicap a a bye week. And I think, you know, the fact of the matter is you have to take it on a team-by-team basis. I don't think you can say, well, this is the way that I handicap teams based upon a bye week because you have to look at the makeup of the team. You have to look at, you know, do they have veteran leadership? Will they stay focused on a bye week? And historically, Tulsa certainly has. Uh, they've covered 11 out of uh, their last 16 games off of a bye week. Um, 18 points, I would always look to take double digits, uh, even if it's it's with Tulsa. And Central Florida has, in situations like this, when you would think that they would jump on teams with losing records, they have really had a history of playing up to their the level of their competition, and they've failed to cover 
five straight versus t- versus teams with losing records. I think they're going to be a little lethargic, even though with a win it would get them to a bowl game. But I think they, um, I think Central Florida will come into this game thinking it's going to be a cakewalk, probably the same way Tulsa felt uh, going into SMU, where it took them a little bit to to get going. But um, certainly in this matchup, I would favor taking Tulsa plus the eighteen, and hopefully this will climb up a little bit. Yeah, and still uh, awake. I'm still still awake, <laughs> jotting down some notes over here. Like, yeah, when I speak. Yeah, Tul- you're right. Tulsa coming off the, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Central Florida coming off the bye week. This is their remaining schedule: Tulsa, SMU, South Florida, East Carolina. Well, that's a, that's right. Do you think okay, they care so, about three of those four games? So here's the thing about that, and, and that's exactly right. So when a team is looking to become bowl eligible, they look at the rest of their schedule, and I think, especially. Uh, coming off a of bye week, I just don't know how you can be hyped up to play this in the next uh, next two games at least. Yeah. So uh, you know to ask this team ask this team to play um, to to win by eighteen, I, I just don't know if you're going to see that. So I'm I'm a little bit more comfortable. Hopefully, now that Tulsa feels better offensively, um, yeah, the offensive side of the ball is not the not the uh, the problematic area for for Tulsa certainly is a defensive side of the ball where they actually made SMU look like a good offense, uh, but this is uh, certainly an attractive number, and I'll certainly take the 18. Yes, all right. My next play will be on 387 Missouri at 388 Texas A&M. Uh, last line I saw was Missouri plus five and a half, and you know Kyle Allen he got the the start for Texas A&M. They go on the road and they beat Auburn. The win on the road against Auburn, it was impressive, but it just makes for a bad spot now for Texas A&M. Uh, freshman QB, Kyle Allen, he'll make his third straight start. But I'm wondering which Allen we will see. Will we see the one that threw for 277 yards, four touchdowns, one interception against Auburn? Or are we going to see the one that threw for 106 yards, one touchdown, and one interception against Louisiana Monroe at home? So Auburn, they're much better offensively than Missouri. I mean, it isn't even close. Missouri, But Missouri has a great defense. ULM, they actually place good defense, and uh, Allen, they, he struggled at home against the uh, the Warhawks. Missouri coming off a bye. They need to win this game to keep their lead over Georgia in the SEC East. Georgia's going to get Gurley back. They've been running the ball well with Chubb. Uh, they play. They actually play Auburn. That was one of my free picks last night on uh, Vegas Wise with Jorge Gonzalez over on 720 k you like what I did there? <laughs> wow, that's quite a – that's a plug. <laughs> oh, and by the way, yeah, I'm on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place. So I think Missouri wins this game outright. So I'll, I'll even take a look at the money line with the points. I think the public – they'll probably get in uh, involved late and push this back up to six where it opened at. But typically – We've, we talk about it all the time. A team's never as good as they were the week before or as bad as they were the week before. And uh, SMU's bad. Well, SMU's bad every week. But uh, SMU averaged seven points a game, scored 28 on Tulsa. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Wake Forest. Yeah. They go into this game against, against Clemson, averaging 34 yards a, a, a game on the ground, and they stay with a uh, you know, top 25 team. It makes no sense. Talk about being dis- disinterested. Uh, Clemson could have put eight guys out there. 
because that's what it looked like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the five and a half, possibly six with Missouri. I think that this is going to be Kyle Allen's. Uh, I mean, it's going to be his biggest game so far. Obviously, the Auburn game was big, but this Missouri game at home against the defense this good, I'm not really looking to back a true freshman and uh, defense as bad as Texas A&M's. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, my second game, uh, I try to pick the most mediocre games that I possibly can. And the next one that pops up was four and five North Carolina against four and five Pittsburgh. And North Carolina is a two point favorite as of last night. I have not checked the updated lines on this, but uh, regardless of it, I don't think it's up to 10. Minus two. Got it. North Carolina minus two over Pittsburgh. You know, the, the Panthers started the season three and oh. There's a lot of hype and a lot of talk about the Panthers organization, or against uh, the Panthers. Uh, football team and the, what the future would hold for the Panthers and then they decided to go on a one and five streak including one of those losses at home to Akron and one area for concern now uh, on top of all of that is the loss of their starting safety Terrace Webb he had surgery on Friday on his ankle um, he is the, by far their most consistent defensive player and now you're going to bring the 21st ranked passing offense to uh uh into to play your team this to me is a is going to be a bad spot for a north carolina team that's looking for redemption and i i completely understand uh even with webb that the the panther secondary would still be a problem regardless but you take him out of the lineup um and i i think north carolina has the potential uh to put up a lot of points in this game you know, Pittsburgh has only covered one game in their last seven attempts, while North Carolina has covered five of their last seven after a straight-up loss. And I, I love those statistics because those statistics tell me what kind of makeup your team is. Does, does North Carolina, are they one of those teams that come back after a loss and play well the week after? That they Are they one of those teams that kind of – Take what happened the week before and, and come out and, and put it behind them. There's some teams that, that don't play well off of a, uh, off of a straight-up loss, and uh, certainly uh, North Carolina is definitely not one of those teams. So, you know, hey, look, North Carolina doesn't make a few mistakes against Notre Dame. I know we – I constantly go back to that, but that is uh, – you know, that, that is the truth that they, they had Notre Dame on the ropes for a bit. And I just don't see – I think this price is, is pretty short. Uh, with the injury to Webb, I definitely think that Pittsburgh is even uh, – is decimated even more in the secondary, which I don't think that – you know, athletically, I don't think that they had a very good secondary. And I think North, North Carolina – I'd be surprised if they didn't have uh, four to 500 yards in offense against Pitt. So I'll take North Carolina minus the two over the Panthers. Yeah, last two games for uh, Pitt, they've given up 56 and 51 points, so that defense is, is struggling also. I think a lot of people are going to be a little weary. I think people still have it in their heads, that North Carolina game where they gave up, what was it, 70 points to uh, East Carolina. Yeah, and I understand that. I get it. Well, let's let's kind of, you know, put again what we just saw. I mean, well, we, yeah, that was back on September 20th. So. I understand, and, you know, that obviously sticks out. I mean, 70 is a big number, um, but I think – 
even in a shootout here, I think that North Carolina will be able to outscore. I think North Carolina will take the role of Notre Dame in this spot where Pittsburgh will score a lot of points, but I think they'll make a few mistakes here and there. North Carolina will have bigger plays, and I think North Carolina in the end pulls away from Pittsburgh in, in a victory. Yeah, and this North Carolina team, they can still get bowl eligible. They need they have a game against Pitt, Duke, and North Carolina State. So if they can get this game That's against tough. Yeah, if they can get this game against Pitt and they can get one more against NC State, they're they're six and six. Duke's gonna be tough. Yeah, Duke's NC yeah. State. We'll we'll see what kind of frame of mind they're in. Uh, they are certainly we'll talk about this game next. They're certainly not happy after their performance against Georgia Tech and uh, this is another opportunity to see what kind of team uh, North Carolina is, North Carolina State is, after that loss to, to Georgia. And, it, and both of these upcoming games we'll talk about with North Carolina, both of these teams of North Carolina State and Wake Forest will have the opportunity to see what kind of teams they are based upon their previous performance. And we'll talk about that after your next game. All right, my final play will be Anyway, you. I'm going to be on Sunday morning. <laughs> Uh, I like what you did there. Uh, my final play will be on 397 Texas at 398 Oklahoma State. I think these Texas players are starting to buy into Charlie Strong's uh, no-nonsense style in Austin. Uh, the Longhorns, they opened the season 2-4, and four, but they're 3-1 and one in their last four games, and they've scored over 30 points uh, both games since being shut out by Kansas State three weeks ago. Oklahoma State, they're a team heading in the other direction. They're 0-3 now after starting 5-1. and The Cowboys, they're averaging just 11 points per game in their last three, and they just haven't been able to find an offensive rhythm. Uh, we talk about bowl eligibility a lot this time of the season because bowl, 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 bowl eligibility. Only on a podcast. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, bowl eligibility is on the line for both teams. But I just can't, I can't back Oklahoma State. They're coming off a bye. Uh, Texas has not lost in Stillwater in 17 years. 1997 was the last time they lost. Uh, they're seven and one in that time frame. Five two and one against the spread in those games. Uh, last ATS loss 2005. I'll take the team trending up, laying a small number on the road. Uh, like I said, after watching Texas since since that Kansas State game, Texas they really seem to have put it together. So I'll since I'll back BYU. the Longhorns. That BYU game seems like ages ago it does doesn't it (laughs) they were i mean talk about talk about uh two teams that you really thought were you know we thought texas was gonna completely spiral out of control at that point and you know of course byu has you know their injury to their starting quarterback which completely took their season and enabled them to (laughs) certainly not meet expectations which personally it doesn't bother me um yeah and texas actually need this game to get bowl eligible because they they go into their bye week after this and then they have right. a game against tcu and right. i don't see them winning that game against that tcu game. so TCU's, God, their, their defense is so consistent from year to year i mean it is incredible the job that they do down there um you done with that game i'm done yeah that, that's my final play texas minus two so i'm looking at the clock here i got three minutes it's amazing we're going to get this under 30. Uh, my final play is NC State at Wake Forest, and certainly you have to uh, – here's two teams that are probably in two different state of minds right now. NC State is probably not very happy after their performance against Georgia Tech. I'm not as well because I thought they would come out and play a little bit better, but certainly couldn't stop the run at all against Georgia Tech, and that was to their demise where Wake Forest is – 
probably feeling pretty good about themselves this, despite a loss. Um, I guess when you're Wake Forest, you take these little these little moral victories. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, I mean, I had no idea how Wake Forest was going to move the ball against Clemson. Um, and they certainly did hang in there. And I think that if you're Wake Forest, you know, that's something you could hang your hat on and, you know, something that you can move forward in. But I think this is a bad spot for NC State. And, you know, we'll go back to the, the old adage of forget what you just saw because at 12 and a half, um, 12 and a half last night, this is certainly not a spot that I think NC State's going to have a problem covering. I, I think – uh, betters will probably remember what they just saw, as they always do, um, and there might be some movement or some money coming in on Wake Forest. But I think the early money came out on NC State, uh, which is surprising. But um, I think as the week goes on, I think you'll see some uh, Wake Forest money, especially if this game goes up to 13. Um, this is a classic case. In, in you know, we say this all the time. It's a classic case of don't get excited about what you just saw. I think NC State absolutely crushes Wake Forest. I don't think Wake Forest is good enough to play two games in a row that and, and stay close in games that they are not supposed to stay close in. And I, uh, I with, with much confidence, I will back NC State minus the 12.5 this week against Wake Forest. All right, this game looks like it's moved up to 13 yeah. and a half, 13. Okay. 13. So, there's 13s okay. out there. So. so that's moved overnight. Yeah. Um, 12 and a half up to 13 and a half. Uh, that's certainly, you know, we have some early money on NC State, and I think that might come t- come down a tick. But I wouldn't be scared off of this game if it moved three points, four points. I think NC State absolutely demolishes Wake Forest. Yeah. And with we'll, that uh, being said, they will kick a last-second field goal to win the game six to three <laughs> we uh we'll give you 13 since that's actually available at one of our las vegas what do you mean giving me 13 <laughs> we're, we're gonna give you 13 instead oh, of thank the, you the 13 and a half there's, you, there's some 14s out there well i had it at 12 and a half yeah that was kind uh, of open it looks like it opened at open 12 yeah. so okay so just to recap this real you're quick you're tough man hey the guys on a show i'm on nine o'clock on sunday mornings they are what really channel Oh, 1140, CBS Radio, 1140. It's called the Over Under Show. I feel like I'm plugging a book. I listen to these podcasts, um, as as I'm sure you might know, that uh, my other interest is uh, is music, and we're going to be doing a podcast here first week of December. That's the first week of December. And, um, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time, and these people, I swear, man, if if they have a book to sell, they are going to tell you about that book every six minutes. So uh, I don't feel too bad you know, talking about these other things. And, and, you know, in all honesty, we really appreciate being on these shows because they don't ask for anything in return, and hopefully we we add something to their shows. But, you know, all being on, on these shows, all the retweets that we get on, on Twitter, all the people that help us, um, you know, just do what we do a little bit better – you know, we definitely appreciate all the all the help and the support. Yes. So, with that being said, ESPN, we are, we are available Monday through Friday. At, <laughs> so feel free to call. Uh, to wrap this up real quick, my uh, three plays were Penn State. I'm gonna lay the nine with them. Miss, uh, Missouri plus five and a half, and I'm gonna lay two with Texas. Dana's plays were Tulsa plus eighteen, 
North Carolina minus two and NC State minus thirteen. So, yeah, uh, we're always hoping for a, a six and zero week, but hey, four and two. Yeah, hey, it's okay. I mean, um, you know, I tell clients all the time. I mean, this is you. you if you're not happy with the amount of money that you won then you're probably not going to do well in this business because you're not a person that can be satisfied. You're more satisfied by the actual bet than you are the actual result, you know? And it's like, we have to, we're going to, this is a tough business guys. Anybody that tells you different, it does not, it doesn't, is not being honest with you. And the reason why it's tough is we do this 365, you know, it's not like, Hey, football season's here, and then after football season, we go away into the hole. No, I mean, this is 365, and this is a tough, tough business, and you go on runs, uh, winning runs, and you go on losing runs, and the, the bottom line is managing your money and being disciplined, and even if you don't use Eric or I, uh, being disciplined with your money, and pretend it has nothing to do with sports, pretend it's, as, it's just a separate business, and and when you are in control of your money and it's not in control of you, then you can start to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I got to put this out there. We do this show on a Monday. Uh, there's all sorts of things that happen before these games go off. Right. Lines move. Yes. yes, uh, yes. Players get hurt in practice. Players get in trouble for fighting at the bar on Friday night, Thursday night. So um, They party with Jerry Jones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jerry sticks up for them and – Says there was no curfew. Yeah, exactly. So we got uh, we we try to put these plays out early in the week. Um, like I said, the numbers will move. It's difficult to do this, but we we do it each week, or we try to do it each week. So, Dane, why don't you tell everybody one more time where they can find you? You can send today NBA to seven zero two four seven one eight seven 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 to receive our free NBA play. I believe it's on the Pelicans-Cleveland matchup tonight. We change that every single day, so tomorrow should be the NHL. And, of course, on Friday, college basketball will be starting up and college football, and it just this whole thing just never ends. But if you're, uh, it, you, you're there for the first time inquiring about our services, we'll hap- be happy to send you a free play. And then after that, of course, we want you to be a client, but we don't – you know, we don't take a, we don't require a million dollars to be part of what we're doing. We understand if we're going to sit here and preach building the bankroll, then we're more than happy to build it with you. Just, you got to do what we say to do. Don't go off on your own. If we, if we give you one or two games and they both win, don't say, geez, you know, we got all these late games. I, I swear this one, I will not name names, but I have this one client that won't re-up because she's won too much. <laughs> she said, you're bound to lose, which eventually we did. But then we won two more in a row. And it's like getting her to sign. It drives me nuts. I, t- I sent her a text. And I said, this is the first time I've ever had a client not re-sign because they're winning too much. <laughs> so, but, but that's a product. And I understand. And most people won't say, hey, look, I've overextended myself on this game. I didn't do what you said on this game. And... Hey, look, man, we don't have all the answers, but I can tell you this. I have the, I have a plan for you and your bankroll, and you have to stay disciplined, and you have to stick to it. And if you do, you'll make money. It's as simple as that. So you can also contact me on my website at DanaLaneSports.com. 
youtube.com and um, I guess that is that is it you know we're, we're doing a few doing a few other things and trying to get some more platforms um, to, to get them but um, those are the two main two main ways uh, we will prove ourselves to you before we even ask for anything from you. If we give you free play and it wins, just put it right back in it. It's no sweat off to you. Put it right back into put into your account. Get another package. And then, you know, once you get entwined in our web of, way, the, web of the way we do things, then you'll say, God, that's, that's a little different. We're not going to call you up and scream at you. Say, you know, buy this, buy this $900 package. You can if you want. But... Our most popular package is that 1999 Elite Play, where I send over that play. If that game loses, you get three days free. Okay, so and if it loses, if it wins, then you pay me again. So it forces me to continuously do my job, and it doesn't make people feel like they're getting worked over a little bit. Yeah. No. All right, you can get a hold of me, Eric, at parkalasports.com. That's my email. Website's www.parkalasports.com. Uh, Twitter, at parkalasports. That's P-A-R-K-I-L-A sports. Uh, also, text NCAAF to 734-341-6976, and you will be eligible for a free play as well. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, we'll figure out what we have for uh, the upcoming shows. and thank- Yeah, we'll see what's going on. I mean, you can get on Twitter, and we'll – We'll update you on there. Um, either way, you'll be on a couple different shows, and then I'll be on some stuff as well. And um, so you'll you'll get our plays one way or the other. But I'll try to put together some sort of a a podcast. I got to get this virus off my computer for some. I I don't know where these things come from, but <laughs> it doesn't enable me to get on SoundCloud to do these things. But uh, Anyway, we'll be at a ton of places, and if all else fails, obviously you can get a hold of either one of us on Twitter. So, all right, thanks for listening. Thank you.